0: The nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, Joined once again by nobody, because if my husband partakes in today's episode, he might just be called a racist, the DOJ might just label him as being biased, and he might just lose his job. So instead, I'm going to share this with you in all forms, Ashley Passion, because this is something that I think we all need. I'm laughing because it's, it's blowing my mind, and you're going to understand why in a second. But in today's episode, we're asking ourselves, are canines racist? So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, I have a story that I want to share before I share what I want to talk to you about today. We used to live in a house next door to my dad. And we had some family friends that were going through a really hard time. And the, the gentleman, the guy of the family, he asked us if we would watch their dog. Their dog was a German Shepherd. And so we, of course, we watched him. And so we had a pretty big backyard and we had had the dog with us for several weeks, probably months even. And after a few weeks of us having this dog, we received a knock on the door from somebody that we didn't recognize. And we also received a a handwritten letter on our trash can and Long story short, it turned out that it was the brother-in-law of our neighbor who asked us if we could get rid of the dog because the neighbor, who wasn't even ballsy enough to come and have an adult conversation, said that the dog was racist. I'm going to summarize the ending of this story as best as I can, but it turns out that neighbors who we hadn't even communicated with but waved to every time that one of us would pull in and out of our driveways, the man that lived there was a black man. And apparently he was married to a woman who was white. And that woman had a son who was white. And so it was that white man, the son who came over to our house to have this discussion. And it was the, the woman, the wife of the black man who wrote this note and put it on our trash can. And so this black man apparently had no involvement in terms of trying to communicate with us about how he thought the dog was racist. But when we dumbstruckingly asked, like, what the fuck are you even talking about? The black man, who is the only person to even drive the vehicle that he parks in the backyard, apparently told his son-in-law to tell us that the dog barked at him every time that he went to go and get in his car. And so that meant that the dog was inherently racist because, and I quote you, the son-in-law said, you know, because dogs are racist. And this was before the world turned into what it is today. And this was the very first time that I saw somebody creating racism in front of me. I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like first of all, I'm, I'm fairly certain that dogs are colorblind. That doesn't mean that dogs wouldn't be able to see the different shades in someone's melon me- 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 I can't say that word. They wouldn't be able to see the different shades in somebody's skin tone. But I I was so taken aback by this whole situation even happening. And of course, that created a lot of anger in me in the way that he was trying to portray a dog being racist, inadvertently calling me a racist for having a dog that was racist. And all we were trying to do was to take in a dog that would otherwise be sent to the pound because our friends needed some help. So That it really blew my mind that that whole situation took place. But regardless of how absurd that might seem to sound to a sane person, it's actually not that absurd at all, because it turns out that police canines are racist. Oh, you didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't either until I read this article from the L.A. Times that says that California wants to ban police dogs from arrests and crowd control citing race racial trauma. Yes, these dogs that work for police officers are racist, is what California is now trying to say. And I will quote here, this bill is going to serve to try to end a deeply racialized and harmful practice that has been mainstay in America's history of racial bias and violence against black Americans and people of color, according to a news release. The use of police canines has inflicted brutal violence and lifelong trauma on black Americans and communities of color. This bill marks a turning point in the fight to end this cruel and inhumane practice and build trust between the police and the communities that they serve. Now, this article goes on to say that injuries caused by police canines made up nearly 12 percent of the police use of force incidents that led to serious injury or death statewide In 2021. This comes from our good old friends at the California Department of Justice. Now, one thing that they failed to make mention of here in this article, and one thing that they failed to point out, are the statistics in the number of colored people that we have in comparison to what is now the minority of somebody like me, for example, being a Caucasian living here in California. Now, when you fail to contribute all of the factors, and you deem it necessary to post something like this, then you're only showing people what you want them to see. If you were to do a breakdown of the actual crimes that are caused by individuals of color versus this 12% that made up these injuries caused by police canines, I would venture to guess that at least 90-95% of these individuals just so happened to be criminals who were also people of color, and they're not making mention of that. And when you don't do that, I live here in Southern California. I myself have been somebody who has been subject to racial bias because I am white. It is not something that I feel the need to go out and to try to pick it. It's something that I deal with myself as I think that everybody should because racism really isn't that big of an issue that has happened to me one time at a grocery store. We've mentioned it on this show before, and I gave them a big fuck you. And that made me feel a lot better. And it made them know that there was something wrong with what was happening. And yet we think that racism is something that is so much of an issue to the extent that. And I want to read the headline of this article again, citing racial trauma. So now we're causing PTSD in individuals who have been apprehended with the support of a police canine and we're causing them racial trauma. I i bet you if it hasn't already happened, We're going to see lawsuits start to be created of people who are claiming PTSD because of this racial trauma that was inflicted on them by these racist canines. And another thing that is being failed to be mentioned in this article is the amount of black police officers that we have in California. You know, the only time that I have ever seen color is when idiots like this start to show me color. Never in my life living here in California, was I taught color. It was not until my adult life. I'm 35. I'm I'm trying to think back. It wasn't until I was about 25 to 27 years old that I started to learn about color. And the only reason why I started to learn about color was because idiots like this, these whack jobs that we have up in Congress have been teaching me about color. And they think that dogs are the issue. They think that Trying to say that police officers are racist and trying to say that white Americans who are patriots are racist, that hasn't worked. So now we're going to move along and say that dogs are racist. Like you can't make this shit up. My husband rides a patrol horse. We have two of them in the backyard. I wonder if my horse is also racist. I wonder if the mounted patrol is going to get the boot next because, you know, if dogs are racist, then horses must be racist, too. Despite the fact that my horse is black, (laughs) Like, it's crazy to me that this is where we're going. And if we don't start to get a grasp on what is happening right now with law enforcement, if we don't start to get a grasp of the way that the federal government is trying to take control of the law enforcement within our states, we're headed into a very, very dangerous territory. We need to get back to the understanding. And I think that that's where a lot of these issues lie. We forget that the states have their own, they're within their own rights to make up their own, you know, we had an episode about how sometimes not all the rules apply to all of us all of the time. And this is a perfect example of that. We need more heroes who are willing to stand up for their states and inadvertently stand up for the nation. And if we don't stand, if we don't start at a micro level, then this is going to continue to perpetuate into some. I I can't even say that I recognize this country that I live in anymore. How sad is that when I talk to people who have come to this country and have taken pride in becoming American citizens, like my father, for example, who can't even believe that these sorts of things are happening. And yet they still have that level of pride to be an American citizen, but they want everybody to follow the same rules. And it doesn't seem like We are all living in the same world if we're talking about police dogs becoming racist now. Hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. I hope you share it with a friend. Do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.